nervous. Hey, welcome to Guys Without Capes. Mark, you're cute. <laughs> Mark, it's your cute. Hey. <laughs> it's Mark. I'm Tim. And I'm Justin. Uh, welcome back to another edition of Guys Without Capes. Uh, it is... Wait. We don't do dates. But anyways, this is episode 17 of our We We Rotch. I don't know. So, uh, I'm back. And uh, I thought I'd just start off with, like, the pool scene in Nicodemus, because I never got to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) So let's get right to it, guys. Back to Nicodemus. No, thanks for... uh, No, I'm just joking, guys. Uh, Maybe I'll throw that in later, because, you know, I didn't get to talk about it at all. But uh, thank you for coming back to our podcast, where we do a rewatch of our, I don't know, teenaged, mid-twenties, Smallville episode rewatch. Uh, I'm your intro host for the episode, Mark, uh, with my two co-host podcasters, Tim and Justin. Well... Welcome, boys. I'm back to the podcast. It's been, what, two episodes? And I'm two still weeks. the same guy. <laughs> Guess who's back? Back, back again. Oh, well, don't sing too many. We don't have license for those songs. <laughs> no, but we do have license from Eminem. 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 So, but yeah, how's the... Uh, how's, uh... How's the week been, guys? Uh, I don't know. Two episodes ago, I think the NHL was still on hold, or was it getting started? I can't remember. Um, but yeah, what's? I uh... think they they I think they were starting exhibition games. Okay. So nothing really was going on, but yeah, my week was good. I'm back from Saturna Island, and between that or after that, we went to Whistler with um with uh my my side of the family and so it's been nice um yeah it's it's good sebastian's not crying we're sleep training him i told you guys earlier off um offline that uh we're sleep training sebastian but um all's good on the the left coast here how are you just good um excited because next week we will be joining you um a special uh switcheroo here will be on the west coast i think we're like we're not filming live but tim and i will probably be together next week yeah so that should be fun um as mark mentioned uh playoff hockey if you, if our listeners don't know, um, we are all, or should we say that we're fans of a specific team, or will we lose listeners? We, let's just <laughs> say we're fans of sport. Yeah, we're going for sports. No, um, I'm, I'm, I, I, I will. I identify as a Canucks fan. Yeah, we're all Canucks fans. Uh, we're excited for what's happening right now. Uh, and just looking forward to some more hockey. When Mark and I don't watch the games together, Canucks are a hundred percent winning. Yeah, superstition. <laughs> like we can never watch uh, games together now because we are so powerful. We cause sports teams to lose. Yeah, yeah. The ones we're going for, and also because I put my left leg into my underwear first. <laughs> And if I don't, then the Canucks lose. There we go. Yeah. Superstition. Yep. Do you touch uh, the blue line? Sorry? Do you touch the blue line when you're on the ice? That's a personal question, Tim. <laughs> I don't know. No, like what what did I do in hockey? I, I definitely well that's I mean that was a bit of a joke about the underwear, but I do like I do put my left like my left skate first. And I put like, and I'm probably one of the very few guys who, uh, puts on their, their shorts or their like hockey skates on, and then puts on the pants 
afterwards. Like a lot of people. Oh yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah. Oh yeah. You. Was that a superstitious thing for you? No, I just or... I liked strapping on my skates before putting on my shorts. Uh, like if you know anything about hockey gear, but yeah, I also had the zipper, so then it was just like extended, so you could put your skate through. But yeah, I, I know that other guys like to put their shin pads on and their shorts on before they put their skates on, but I just felt like I needed to make sure my skates skates fit. But yeah, super excited about hockey being back. And uh, if you guys aren't Canucks fans, well, screw you. No, just joking. <laughs> Listen to us anyway, because you're yeah. likely Smallville fans. Yeah, yeah. Know nothing about hockey. Um. So yeah, I don't know anything else before we just jump into the episode seventeen called Reaper. Jump in, man. All right. Dive right in. Well. Episode 17, uh, we've got uh, Tyler Randall. Uh, he's resurrected after a piece of meteor rock is embedded in his wrist at the time of his death. Everyone he touches turns to ash, to ash, to shash, to ash. At uh, first, he tries to help the terminally ill by putting them out of their misery, promise them painless death, but soon gains an addiction to what he does. Meanwhile, Lex thwarts his father's attempt to audit his books and Whitney works up the courage to visit his ailing father poor Whitney anyways guys what's going on uh, <laughs> who's up best part yeah I uh, I'll take the lead on this one the best part for me in this episode um wow there were some topics here that um that I thought were interesting um that they examined, uh, I guess just talk about, um, but just talking about the best part before we go into the topics, because I, uh, I don't know if we'll, we'll get into this later or if I'll remember, but anyway, I, I liked seeing the, the human side of Clark, um, come through. Um, he had, uh, one of the, the threads in this episode is Clark, um, and his dad, um, talking about going on their annual fishing trip. And Clark is um, at that age now where he's just like, no, I don't want to go. I don't even like fishing. And, you know, John, John, Johnny can't saying it was, it was never about the fishing. It's about spending time with you. Um, I thought it was nice to see kind of Clark be a teenager for once, uh, a very huge built teenager. Um, and, and, and just being real with his dad. So, I, I thought that that was one of the, one of one cool moment that I saw um, in the episode. We have to remember that uh, yet last week with Stray, that's actually the the age that Clark and Gang is supposed to be. That kid. <laughs> that's exactly what I was talking about. Like, well, like thinking throughout this episode, I'm just like, hey, he's supposed to be a 16 year old, not like a giant. Anyway, so, yeah, go ahead, Jess. Um, I think, like, I really, you know, and listeners of the pod know that anytime um, John Glover is in an episode, it's always good. And I, I really liked the the chess match between Lex and um, Lionel. Uh, Mark talks about often about, like, the continuity, and here we see the continuity from Lex, I guess Lex um, rejected Lionel's offer to come to Metropolis. And then this is a bit of the fallout around it. And so uh, I kind of like, you know, and maybe this is, well, no, I know that this is part of Lionel's plans too, because at the end, you know, he kind of did that well-played Lex kind of thing. So pushing him to become even more, I guess, of this like supervillain, knowingly or unknowingly right so i i liked the um even the dialogue between lex and dominic around um you know what has my father taught me right like he referenced you know he said the word superman as well you guys you know maybe sorry someone is gonna talk about that later but anyway um yeah i i like that dynamic i i'm here for it lex going down and at the same time weirdly enough at the same time, 
doing all that with his dad also put him in like better books with Jonathan Kent for some reason. So what an interesting double win for, for Lex this episode. Marky. Um, you know, I think for me, just, a, just, I, I just like the two scenes that Jonathan, well, John Schneider and Michael Rosenbaum share uh, one in the barn. And then at the end, um, uh, you know, just my notes, I just, for me, I feel like rewatching this. I, I feel like I just wish I could change the narrative and have like Lex get mentored by Jonathan Kent, just because like I don't know. You just feel for Lex because he's trying his hardest to to rewrite history for himself, but you know ultimately his uh, you know the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, and so you know it's it's too bad. But I I, I there uh, it seemed like their chemistry is like way better that hates real uh the suspicion i even think like michael rosenbaum trying to like um um like win jonathan's approval it's quite genuine and then uh finally just kind of best parts i just really love watching uh chloe pete and clark and like the scene how the camera pans or like shoots like chloe and she's so like bright about like what's going on and like she's such a super sleuth and then and then they pan to pete and it's just like his face but he has like that guy has no uh script and then it pans to clark and he's like yeah chloe great but i I don't know i just there the the trio anytime they get together it's really fun to watch yeah that's that's me for best parts um let's jump to uh kind of the worst part of the apps um part what <laughs> mark's part it's my favorite part of the podcast the worst part <laughs> yeah because you get to like rip on them i'll i'll get you going mark um you know i just i i wasn't really happy with the the freak of the week this week i just there's one scene that just like you know, he's over overhearing Whitney and Lana speak like uh, Tyler Randall is yeah. speaking. And it's like, oh, is his dad sick? I'm going to go to the hospital. Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> like, where? Where does that? Anyways, I just, uh, I don't know. It was too. Thankfully, we had such like the other, like the Lex and the, you know, that that type of other tensions happening in the episodes that it kind of um, <laughs> made this a bit of a back burner of the, like it wasn't really about the freak of the week per se. It was just more about, you know, these relationships, um, you know, the tensions among them. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, Tim, you alluded to this Clark as a teenager. He was so whiny this episode, <laughs> um, you know, like mom, I don't want to help poor or old people <laughs> like oh sorry clark your social life like lana's working so it's what is he gonna do just hang out at the talon um anyways i yeah it's just weird because he's such a man <laughs> he's not a teenager at all um yeah so that was kind of weird for me uh didn't really like that um yeah i mean that's those are kind of the two that stood out what about you guys uh, you know, like like that uh, Tyler Randall, like, yeah, sometimes the Freak of the Week in Smallville episodes are just, like, the vehicle to carry the episodes. Like, okay, so, like, this guy was wearing a charm bracelet that had rock in it, and, <laughs> and he falls perfectly that it gets embedded so that his, like, blood and the combination of painkillers <laughs> makes him the Grim Reaper. Like, come on. He, you know, and like, <laughs> no, he's like a zombie, Mark. Well, yeah, but it's just, it's, well, I mean, it's just stupid. Like, it's, like, I don't know, like, and then he's wearing like uh, leather farm glove hands to protect him. Like, <laughs> it's like, I don't know. We're back to like Ankle Jones. Uh, what's that guy? The trick. Like, remember when Jonathan was wearing those? Like, I bet those were Jonathan's gloves. Oh yeah. Remember what that guy, <laughs> Uncle Jones guy, convinced guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Convinced guy. Convinced guy. <laughs> oh yeah. 
whatever. <laughs> <The> ankle joke. <laughs> what, what was that guy's name? I don't even know. Yeah, that like uh, the real estate mogul. Yeah, right? yeah. Anyways, it just felt like okay, and then um, yeah, yeah. But this was his weakness. We'll talk about it later, but I'll just yeah. show you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It was like a surfer dude stuck in the middle of America, you know, like, and he rushes out to Smallville after burning up the the corner. I thought that 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 must be such a weird job, like, to to like I don't know examine dead bodies, but um, the other thing I didn't really like in this episode was Dominic. He's like accent sounded so weird and then it sounded like he was like an infomercial the whole time through uh, so <laughs> I, I was annoyed by his scenes and like come on man don't drink the scotch you're like low class why do you th- why would lex give you all that nice what is it whiskey or cognac or whatever i think it was whiskey, it was whiskey. Yeah. um just i agree with you like clark hating on senior citizen demographic like we're like helpless mom like don't forget the irises clark yeah. so there's that and then um you know like i gotta really like hate on eric johnson but like i'm really really tired of whitney's like poor me persona like your dad's dying you haven't visited him in the hospital like you're the worst son ever <laughs> that's true you know like worst son, like your girlfriend and like your your arch enemy who's trying yeah, to kill your Zenith. girlfriend, like trying to like encourage you to go see your dad. Like you're an idiot, man. And finally, like just Whitney at the graveyard. Like what are you doing there, man? Like, what what what? Yeah, Mel said you were here. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I was just visiting your parents. You're, you're <laughs> visiting my dead parents. Like what what's going on? Anyway, so those are my worst parts. I'm glad to be back, guys. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Mark's hitting his stride. So and finally, stride. one of the He's worst. He's in playoff form. Yeah. Yes. The other thing, the worst part is that that like, why does it have to be a body double in Nicodemus? <laughs> <laughs> you guys let me down. That's the worst part of that episode. That podcast. You two didn't even talk about that. Okay, well, Mark. That's why you're here. Yeah, that's okay. why you're here. Yeah, so, you ask the hard hitting questions. Yeah. yeah. So why? Like, that wasn't why was, is there a body double? That wasn't talked about. But yeah, that's the worst part because you know what? I didn't look that up <laughs> back in 2002, and I just expected that to be Kristen Kirk. And Kristen Kirk, if you're listening to this right now, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna say? I, I don't know. Like, did you, did you, Chris and Kirk, did you like ask for that? Or like, did the producers do that? Like, you know, and then like all teenage boys, that's like, that was probably the trailer back in the day to entice you to watch Nicodemus. And so I'm just ripping on that right now. Anyways, on to heroes. No, what's your worst part? (laughs) Mark, you you just did it for me. That was, that was awesome. Thank you for. That was, that, that was catharsis. Two weeks of not ripping on Smallville. Um, anyway, yeah. No, you, you, you guys did Well, I'm getting a text message. Uh, <laughs> getting a text message from my wife. Saying, Don't say it. You know, I need to be quiet. <laughs> Pause for edit. <laughs> Hold on. I got it. I'm getting a call. Okay, okay, that's fine. Approximately 10 hours later. And for my worst part. Mark <laughs> said it all. I have no worst parts. <laughs> uh, but I'm glad that Mark chimed in on uh, the, the most important episode so far, Nicodemus. Um, okay. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, jump. What, what, yeah what, what are you going to say? No, no. I was just, I'm next, I guess. Oh, yeah, you are next. I thought I was next, but yeah, you go ahead. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> we just kind of lost our flow there. I mean, you know. It's because you're so excited about the worst parts. Yes, but I mean, like, the hero is Lana Lang. Let's just straight up 
maroon maroon bra and panties. Guys, I missed out. Anyways, so no, you didn't miss out. You're saying it right now. Yeah. Okay. But back to Reaper. Um, <laughs> um, uh, heroes wise, you know, like what was heroic during this episode? Um, you know, I kind of mentioned the trio, uh, Pete, Chloe, Clark, uh, CPC, CPC, <laughs> PCC, CCP. Um, but Chloe and Clark investigating prowess, like, uh, building that evidence to find out who Tyler is. Like, Chloe is such a super sleuth. I mean, they do talk about Superman, uh, or Overman, Overman, Overman. Um, but like Chloe just pieces all together. Um, and I also thought just kind of a touching thing was Lex understanding, uh, Jonathan's like need to spend time with his son. So Lex like canceled. He's like, Clark, you need to, you need to go fish with your dad. Because I wish your dad asked me to go fishing. <laughs> really, I wish you were my dad. Yeah, <laughs> it was really the the thing, right? So, yeah. Uh, Tim, what about you? Yeah. Um, I, I I said the same thing as you. Oh shoot. No, but th- that's that's completely fine. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, I thought one of the heroes too. Again, um, uh, just adding on to this is Lex doing Clark a big one by having Whitney play with the Metropolis, the professional team, yeah. Metropolis Sharks. Who is this guy? Do we know if he owns the, the Sharks? No, the Flan- Like, was there Lionel any... Does. Lionel does. Oh, Lionel does. Yeah. Okay. But it's like they played in, like, Swan Garden Stadium with the high school junior. It's just so absurd. Um... Yeah, that was that was really fun. it was it was nice to see Clark being a really good guy, contrasted to him being kind of like a sketchy guy. We'll talk about it in Bilanius later. But good uh, good on the Metropolis Sharks to make a a boy and dad's a dying dad's like dream come true. Yeah, I guess it was the equivalent of like Make a Wish Foundation for Whitney's dad. Yeah. yeah, they probably had like uh they didn't do it yet this year. Yeah. That year. And they're like, Oh, okay, this is the one we do. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine like what did you take them? What did you take them all to the actual stadium, stadium. <laughs> where it's like amazing? Yeah, and how come there weren't any like paparazzi there? Yeah, I don't know. Well, oh. I guess Lex could have a security detail, but did you notice that when they cut the scene when it was like uh, Whitney's dad and mom, it was raining, and then when they flipped it to Whitney taking his helmet off, it was not. It was raining. yes, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then flip back, raining. But I'm like, wait, it's, didn't they all do that production in one shot? Or like, I don't know. Anyway, worst. <laughs> We're not on worst part anymore. We're on heroes, Mark. <laughs> worst hero part. Jess, <laughs> uh, do you have any hero stuff? Uh, I'm just going to like, I know you talked about Lex's positive heroing, but just like his negative heroing of negative hero. standing <laughs> standing up to Lionel. Like, mm. he's not, you know, we, we've we seen over this first season, Lionel giving Lex a lot of these, um, you know, the, the fencing scene and a lot of those, um, you know, son, I'm going to teach you, blah, 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 blah. And maybe this was just the fruits of Lionel's um, labor of, messing with Lex, but I felt like, I mean, I'm sure Lionel is still in control, but Lex kind of taking control, talking about poisoning the messenger, having Dominic. I mean, I would have just had him killed if I was Lex. So I was surprised that he was in the trunk, Um, you know, but I (laughs) hate the reins of, you know, soon to be or future Lex Corp. Um, Yeah. I thought like, Lex was kind of like, I want to be out of dad's shadow, hmm. uh, but I want Jonathan Kent to be my daddy. <laughs> so I thought that was, that was very heroic. <laughs> hey, daddy. Daddy. He's daddy. 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 
Did you teach Violet that, Mark? No, I, I haven't. <laughs> what does Violet call you? She calls me, hey, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, dada. Dada? Dada. Da. Oh, that's Or And that's then nice. when she gets mad, just... <laughs> <laughs> I do not encounter that. I do the when she goes, I do the all of a sudden starts pursing her lips and then she starts doing that sound. And then no more cry. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good stratego. Yeah. Moving on to villains and creepers. Let's talk about Tyler. Uh, this this week's villain is Tyler Randall. Um, his powers. <laughs> I don't know what his powers are. <laughs> this is, do his hands create fire <laughs> to burn? No, but when when the guy uh, who is like the boss, the yeah. older gen, Poor grabbed guy. his arm and then he he disintegrated. You're right. So it doesn't doesn't require these bad boys. Right, because he oh, yeah. did. Tyler grab him. No, they like he kind of. Oh, like, they, yeah, they like interlocked fingers. No, I don't no. remember. <laughs> no, he, I thought he grabbed his like shoulder. Yeah, uh, no, arms. he just like tried to like stop him, and then he like old man grabbed Tyler, and Tyler grabbed him. But oh, did Tyler grab him? Yeah, oh. no, but the but the point of Inferno. What th- when the old guy touched him actually? So oh, see Tyler's skin. Going back to the worst part here. Yeah. Um. Well, let let's just. The, the, I guess the worst part was how Tyler ended himself <laughs> because he just put his two hands together and disintegrated himself. Yeah. Is that- is that a thing? Like, what about his legs Maybe rubbing? Maybe because the meteor rocks were at his hands. Mm. So his hands are the connective devices. But didn't Boss at Meals on Wheels yeah. grab him? Yeah, see, that's what... But Mark said yeah. he grabbed the Boss back. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. I'm going to I'm going to timestamp it. And You're going to... Yeah. Why don't you fact check that while I talk about the rest of Tyler's... Okay. I examine Tyler's powers. It's like drain life because I guess Clark said that he felt the life drawn out of him, like being sucked out of him, kind of like Rogue and X-Men, but Rogue uh, got their powers. I remember in the series, like the cartoon series, how Rogue would, like when she touched um, Cyclops and all of a sudden she had laser eyes. (laughs) That was disturbing for me. (laughs) <laughs> um, and his powers were brought up, brought uh, about by a combination of painkillers and meteor rocks. Um, we should uh, like there should be like a, a we should have an infographic to say like what plus meteor rocks equals a power. <laughs> yeah, what combination yeah, what, with meteor rocks? Yeah. Wouldn't you think that like painkillers would be like he's just like numb to pain, like meteor rocks enhanced, like that. So like if somebody punched him, he wouldn't get hurt. Versus, right, and touch you, and you're gonna turn to crisp. Right, yeah, that would that would be much more logical, yeah, and not as um, just unbelievable. Um, so Tyler, uh, one thing that was weird, and I don't know, um, but his his need to end people's lives. Uh, Justin talked about this earlier, where he's just like he heard about. Whitney's dad, and then he's all of a sudden he's just like, I must end his life because he's suffering. <laughs> it just you, it was crazy. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, him like ending his own life was absurd. Um, because like me, I have chub rub where my thighs touch each other, <laughs> and so I would just immediately when I got that power, I just end myself because yeah. my thighs touch each other. Mind the gap. Yeah, exactly. Don't got it. So, uh, uh, guys, so anyway. thirteen. Yeah. Uh, old produce guy, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Meals on meals. Yeah. He, he grabs Tyler by the wrist, 
Oh. And then he, yep. his hands start to go black, and then he disintegrates. So it didn't even require Tyler's hands. No. Just it, a touching exposed he just, skin. He just grabbed him like this, and then all of a sudden. Right. Yeah. Wow. Insane. Anyway. So like, love life over. Yeah. Did, did Clark, did because Clark said, I didn't see a beating heart. Was there a scene where he did an x-ray thing? No. He just said it, right? Yeah, he just told Johnny can't. They were just over budget at that point? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. They asked production, like, do we have money? They're like, no, we don't. It's like, you either look for Pepper or... <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh... Uh, other villains, um, the Talon. <laughs> the Talon is a villain. It shut down the beanery. No one's having coffee in the beanery anymore. They're just having coffee in the Talon. Um, okay. Maybe capitalism yes. at its finest. Maybe Lex. That was Lex's plan all along. Um, and then, uh, yeah, uh, I'm not going to talk about. Oh, Smallville High School, also a villain. Um, in that scene, I have it time stamped here. I saw it, twenty fifty three, um, while Clark is playing basketball with Whitney outside. They're having a moment. Uh, Whitney shoots the ball, and then it pans to this poster and says "student council." Council is spelt incorrectly. It should be council wow. with a C I L. Come that's on, that's a good. Folks. That's a good teacher. I I know, Tim. I know. And then finally, um, oh yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, before you jump there, fun fact, where Clark and uh, Whitney were playing basketball, because that's the high school I went to, I uh, I ankle jones myself on that exact <laughs> court. So. <laughs> so, so yeah, two villains, ankle jones and small, if, if you, you don't know what ankle jones is, folks, it's when you roll your ankle. <laughs> Why is it because of basketball jones? I don't know actually why it's called Ankle Jones. We'll have to get our social media intern Andrew on here. Uh, but nothing is nothing is as painful as jumping up, playing basketball, and landing on someone's foot and rolling your ankles. You know what's worse than that? What? Lining up for a passport and then <laughs> rolling your ankle on the curb. Did you so do that? Severe. No, Anthony did that. Remember, that's like the worst ankle sprain that he had. I thought the worst ankle sprain was falling off a ladder. That was more than a sprain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. Easter eggs. Easter eggs. Uh, last villain, not having a cell phone. <laughs> Lana didn't have a cell phone. She had to sprint all the way from the graveyard to uh, the torch to tell Clark that... Um, she saw Tyler. She saw Tyler. Anyway, but, my hot but, takes. Does she have superpowers then? Because every like Clark gets everywhere pretty fast. Nobody ever questions him. <laughs> how do people travel? In Smallville. Yeah, vehicles, pickup trucks. I, I don't think Lana drives. Yeah, she drove the Porsche in the Nicodemus, where she was like half naked in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that episode yeah that episode yeah that, yeah, one. that one. Oh. oh yeah she did drive i forgot <laughs> we brought that up mark two weeks ago that she stole the porsche okay sorry <laughs> we didn't miss that one uh any, any of you guys have any hot takes about the villains and the creepers no, I mean, just Tyler is like a dumbass. <laughs> True that. Yeah, I think Tyler takes the the mantle of, uh, you know, of being super, super creepy. You know what he reminded me of? Remember that Simpsons episode where Mr. Burns takes that those pills and he's like, I bring you love. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because he was like, I just want peace. I just want peace. And he was like even in a graveyard or like a foresty. <laughs> oh yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So kind of give me give me that vibes. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Um, should we move on to Let's the go. next? Yeah. Okay. Um, 
funny CGI in this one. Uh, you know, music I actually didn't really notice. I checked the soundtrack. Nothing really jumped out. So unless you guys have any music things, nothing really jumped to me. They had these weird... I don't know if it was kind of like slow-mo, not slow-mo. Like yeah. when when Martha finds Tyler in the cooler what was or whatever. About? And then it was like, <gasps> like Tyler. And it was like slow-mo. I think that's just prime. <laughs> Legit. <laughs> Maybe it was buffering <laughs> in those points for me. Yeah. Like I thought it was like, that was so weird because I was just, I thought my computer was broken or my internet wasn't working. Yeah. So I had to rewind yeah, was... my VHS. Yeah. <laughs> like adjust the tracking. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was a weird. Yeah. I didn't understand what the effect was technically. Um, but guys, the return of boom shakalaka. <laughs> Tyler going through the window, extended glass breaking version. Oh my god. Uh, same exact soundtrack to uh knives shattering on Clark and other various glass breaking. Uh the boom shakalaka returns uh with a crazy fall from i don't know how was that like the third floor that was at least fourth or fifth yeah um after not successfully killing his mother uh yeah oh that just brings up like worst worse like (laughs) kill your own mom (laughs) yeah like (laughs) i'm not like you know okay i thought when she said that she knew he had powers because you know they showed that And I thought that was like, oh, he can like, you know, make people like sleep forever in some way. But then he takes the pillow and he's like, (laughs) yeah. And I thought the exact same thing. Like, does the pillow thing actually work? Like it, it, like, does that, does that actually suck? I think, I think it does. How? Because I could still breathe through a pillow. Yeah. But if someone's pushing it on your face. (laughs) I remember we should edit this. Well, no, I I had a dream one time that I was drowning, and what had actually happened was I fell asleep face down in my pillow, <laughs> and I couldn't breathe. Yeah, and so I went, <gasps> when I woke up, did you get dream. sleep paralysis? No, I'm 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 glad that I didn't. Otherwise, I'd be dead. I'm sleeping on my pillow. I don't know. I I I gotta. We gotta have like a MythBusters on there. <laughs> How do you test that out? I'm sure you can Google, like, does this actually, can people, well, I think suffocation, Yeah. no breathing. Yeah, but, like, there's so many micro, like, small little holes in my pillow. Right. I don't know. But couldn't you make the same argument with, like, waterboarding? How does that work? Well, the water is, like, sealing the the cloth, because I've tried that on my brother. <laughs> 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 no, like you know in the summertime you're like water balloon whatever and then like someone's trying to take their shirt off and they go in over their head so you splash them and then like the water is like oh i guess so yeah does that qualify as waterboarding or well just... i mean as close as you can get to not torture yeah like you can't, you can't you can't breathe in that moment yes yeah, so I a prolonged that. version of yeah, that without getting like sent to psychiatric ward and like being locked up in arkham Ooh, yeah, expansion. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I don't have any kind of like music or CGI. Uh, I mean, like it's like I'm getting used to the X-ray stuff. I feel like Clark needs to use it more often. Um, not you know, just I don't know, but like it. The only thing I guess is like my little like feedback is. Like, you don't have to be obvious, like, you're searching for something. Like, just look. Like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like it, when uh, Pete says, like, oh, there's that Clark Kent, like, thousand-yard stare. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mind. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. It's not one of those, like, like you're doing this. You're, like, bright eyes kind of looking. Uh, deeper thoughts? Unless anything else about CGI's, you guys? No, I, I mean, I've 
scoured Reddit, and you can definitely kill someone with a pillow. <laughs> Are you sure? That's Reddit, though. Yeah, but if it like if it has enough upvotes, and if the source there's there's, there's it's clearly. You know, people have put some like conditions, like the person is not, you know, they can't fight back. Like it's straight up, you are asphyxiating someone. If you push hard enough, you'll suffocate and will muffle the sound. It also stops you from biting the person or looking around for weapons. <laughs> <laughs> the brilliance of the internet. Okay, this is the best. I don't know if this is the OP, but it's like, seriously, you try it. I wrapped a pillow around my face as hard as I could, and it was fine to breathe. It doesn't cut off air. Hey, that's just my comment. I know, but it's like, obviously, you're not trying to, like, it's like the same thing as trying to, uh, what is it? Hold your breath. Yeah, hold your breath. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, All right. Deeper thoughts. Um guys, I, I really I felt like as long as Tyler's hair was, I I I really didn't have I don't have anything to really say about this. But um maybe just I think there's just parallels of like daddy issues for like I said, you know, the vehicle, the meteor or freak of the week was a vehicle for the rest of the background story. And so definitely Lionel and Lex. There's like Clark and Jonathan. There's like Lex and Jonathan. Uh, there's like Whitney and his dad. So there's a lot of like just, you know, I think one of the things is what's that quote that Clark says to Whitney? Um, it's not the memory, it's the man. I'm going to I'll take. I'll take the, the man, man over, over the memory. The memory. Right. right and i think like lex continues to have memories of how his dad of his dad's shortcomings uh clark has memories of like being a, a kid who no, is no longer a kid who is playing a kid but is really a man <laughs> you know <laughs> um and then whitney trying to figure out like what you know what can he be a good son or not? Because he's such a dick. But anyways, that's just my thing, is that there's a lot of daddy issues in this episode. Um, um, and, like, you know, I guess it's it just goes back to, like, maybe pilot episode where we just talk about the fact that, you know, a lot of Clark's... Yeah, it's nice that Clark has abilities, but it's, like, uh, the nurturing side of Jonathan and Martha Kent. Um, mm-hmm. The one thing I did really like was when Martha like was like, I'm not going to referee you guys. Yeah. Like I thought it was yeah. kind of cool. And then, yeah, but otherwise that's. So what would you, I was curious watching it. Like, I mean, you guys are fathers to young children. Your kids probably think you're cool still. <laughs> are you prepared for the day when they're like, I don't want to do that anymore. With you? <laughs> well, you know, like, I don't know. Cause I was just thinking about like, I have a daughter and like, well, like she's going to probably want to do things with her mom. Right. That I can't do. Like today we put her in pigtails, but I was like, I don't know how to do that. And I don't even know how to take them out without ripping her hair out. Right. <laughs> Cause it's like, they're last elastics. Like imagine putting elastics in your head. Like, you know, don't and, you have the ouchless? Yeah. But these are like, I don't know what these are. This is like, I was Violet was like, ah! <laughs> I was like, well, just like let me take it out, right? So, but I don't know, like, what will be our thing? Like, I'm not gonna take her fishing. Like, what? Hey, let's play Call of Duty together, like, <laughs> you know? But uh, I don't know, cause I'm I'm actually just more thinking about teenage girls, what that means. Yeah. And like uh, guys. Yeah. I have two boys and I think that I'm going to be the cool dad forever. <laughs> so no. I don't worry about it at all. You're like I I won't even have that issue because <laughs> I'm going to be cool forever. Yeah, my my like my idol is Phil Dumphy. Like he's, 
he's what I aspire to, uh, to be. But um, no, yeah, I, I, I do. Uh, there are moments where, for example, I'll, I'll have a a more challenging day with uh, with the boys, and um, either Laura will remind me, or I'll have to remind myself that they're only gonna think that I'm fun for so long um and to kind of uh enjoy the enjoy these days um and yeah when when laura and i talk uh, uh, about this time in our lives for example um we to put into perspective you have guaranteed 18 summers with your kids before they think about doing whatever they want to do on their own and so, so yeah, those those are definitely things that I, I think about, but I don't worry, but I don't worry about it. Try to live as much in the now as possible. So yeah, deeper thoughts. Yeah. Great question. Just have uh, just have new hobbies. You don't have to go fishing yeah. every single you know year at the same time. Yeah. Do other stuff. Yeah, like for example, today I played Pokemon Go with with Ben, and he caught two shinies. Oh no, that was yesterday. Yeah, that was yesterday. The Magikarps? Yep. He caught two shiny Magikarps with uh, yeah, with his account. <laughs> <laughs> For him. Laura's like, what? What? <laughs> A Magikarp. <laughs> it evolves into Gyarados? No, I mean, his account. What's that? I didn't know he had an account. Yeah, he has an account. <laughs> Laura's yeah. like, like, like Malachi, who has an account. Yeah, exactly. But, uh... Malachi has an account, too. It's just... Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, becoming Superman. A- any deep? A- any other deep thoughts, guys? No, I. I mean, I liked. I liked how they played with those kind of, and Mark mentioned all those like relationships, like the fatherly tensions mm-hmm. on different ways and stuff. Because I think many times Lex thinks like, "Man, Clark, you don't know how good you have it," right? Like I think Lex. Lex constantly thinks that mm-hmm. for Clark. And so I don't know. I think Clark, I think to just some extent, Lex is like, man, I can't take your bullshit, Clark. <laughs> Why are you mad at your dad for wanting to hang out with you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was, that was good. Anyways. And then again, it, the, the, the recurring theme throughout the series too, right. is like how, how those environments shaped, shape these men, teenagers, whatever. Yeah. Right into into the decisions they make so that's good okay go tim all right um becoming superman i think this segment should be called becoming superman and becoming lex luthor um Mm -hmm. so anyway like on the becoming lex part it was nice to see well just mentioned this earlier about the or maybe it was mark the, the back and forth between lex and dominic um, and uh, the the books that um, that Lex was reading from his dad, um, like the Nietzsche book, Will to Power, um, and uh, Sun Tzu. I guess it was the Art of War. I don't think he, that he mentioned that. Um, and so here, it, it definitely running off of that last line that Justin said, "What is the environment that shapes these individuals to be the people that they were that they will become?" Uh, so if this is the foundation, um, that Lex builds himself on, um, it's, it's getting more easy to see that he's going to become a supervillain later on, uh, if he has, uh, the, the strategies in mind that, um, that come from these, these books. Um, and then, uh, on, on becoming Superman for, for Clark, um, I just thought it was a really cool moment with the the trio, um, and I guess when Lana comes into where uh, Clark finds out um, that Tyler's headed for Whitney's dad, and then he just disappears, and then Chloe kind of has a moment of of candor when Lana's just like, "Where's he going?" and then Chloe's just like, "Well, he does this all the time." Um, I think that this. Um, I'm I'm hoping that they address this soon. I don't remember if they address this at all in season one. Um, where uh, the the trio starts to have questions 
um, about where he goes. But uh, but yeah, just a hallmark of a superhero is that he he or she um, disappears at the most uh, weird times. So my takes on becoming Superman and becoming Lex Luthor. The Any thing about Forsberg is <laughs> that I'm sick and tired of him just pushing people. Like, like I don't know. Like, he just he like pushes everyone and they hit a wall. Mm. Uh, a side note: seems like it's convenient that everyone gets knocked out so that Clark can use his powers. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, shoot, head injury. Like, I hit my head on the gravestone. I don't know what happened, Clark, but Clark was there again, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, come on. Like, becoming Superman, like, break his arm or something. Like, don't just p- push him into a wall, and then he goes unconscious. And, guys, sorry, I got to go back to... <laughs> I, I, <laughs> no, 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 not Nicodemus, but Stray. I think that that guy, James, James Neal, no, what's his name? The, the, James Neal. the antagonist in Stray. I don't think that Clark killed him with that bowling ball. Yeah? Because I think that he like got the wind knocked out of him. Because if there's anything to be said about Superman, is that he does not kill people. Like, uh, like I, I don't know, because he's so powerful. Like he could, He has the power to kill people, but he doesn't. And then mm-hmm. I think there's like a uh, comic book where Superman ends up killing someone for the first time, and it's a pretty significant impact. Mm. But I don't believe he kills that guy in Stray. But he's allowed to kill magicians. Yes. The only people he is allowed to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyways, but yeah, like, come on, find different ways to like get rid of these guys, Clark. James Beals, <laughs> not James Neal. No, I know, I know. <laughs> I did that on purpose. Um. Yeah. No. I think I think you covered it there. Uh, you talked about uh, Lex using the word Superman. I know it was in reference to um, something else, but uh, first time I think it's been said in mm. the series. Uh. Yeah. No. That's. That's it for me, Tim. Sweet. All right. Well, you know what, guys? Aren't we at the end here? It's ratings time. Yeah, it's ratings time. And Justin, you're right. So I'm just double checking what I did. Uh, I gave it a 7.5. You know, it wasn't as good as Stray. I liked the continuity. I know that that's been some of our criticisms of the past. you know, again, anytime Lionel Luther's on, I enjoy it. Um, but you know, wasn't as good as as the previous episodes. Um, but but still pretty up there, seven point five for me. I think it's me. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, well, I didn't get to give my ratings for the last two episodes, but um, in contrast to the last two, I think I rated those about eights or like. What was it eight? Well, seven and eight point one, but uh, I just you said seven point nine for Nicodemus. Yeah. Like that's surprising. Yeah, but if it was on like boner alert, it would have been. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I'm, there we are. Yeah, but I'm rating it on like cinematics, storylines, uh, continuity. But if we're strictly going on sexy time, like, alone Lana Lang gets ten. Right. Nice. So wait, did you rate Reaper? Did you rate Reaper? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did rate Reaper, and so like uh, I-, I gave it only a seven. I felt like it was an average episode. Really could have done without Tyler or a better Tyler villain, you know. So. He also, like, I give it a seven because he killed that produce, Martha's produce. Yeah. What a waste. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He killed the produce. I thought she's like, what? Yeah. yeah. 
They're like uh, well-known Clark Farm or uh, Kent Farm produce. Yeah. yeah. And maintenance. That's artisanal. Cucumbers. Yeah. Zucchini. Uh, okay. And then uh, my rating. Uh, Stray last week was an 8.5. Uh, this week's episode, Reaper, is a 7.3 for me. So I'm smack dab in the middle of my compatriots here. Uh, it, was, it was all right. It was good. I just can't believe that we're almost at the end here. We have what? Season one? Yeah. We have two episodes? No, wait. No, that's wrong. One, no, two, there's three, 20, four, five. 21 episodes. Five, four, five more episodes after this one. So Drone, Crush, Obscure, Tempest, and then finally Vortex. Four. Uh, five. 18, drone, Crush, 19, Obscure. 20, 21. Oh, right. Sorry. My bad. Four episodes. Good you're not a math teacher, Jim. <laughs> well, um, so yeah. Wait, wait. Okay, so yeah. having that power, where could you see that power being used for good? Um, like if he could, like find a way to just touch cancerous cells. Mm, specific. Specific to trigger cell death in cancer. Uh, be at great. the crematory, Riem. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> at a volcano site. <laughs> I don't know. If he needed to weld humans together, <laughs> like human centipede. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. If he was uh, like a shredding company. <laughs> like documents. Oh yeah, but I think it's only organic matter, uh, stuff that's already living. Okay, at uh, all that food waste that gets picked up in. Your oh area. yeah, yeah, he could yeah. do that. Oh yeah, he could be at the at the dump. Yeah, he and just dump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just swim through it. Um, he could also like be at the charcoal manufacturing plant. Yes. Which could be from the dump. Like, you could repurpose that. But that'd be awful. You'd do that eight hours a day. But, uh, anything else, guys? At a barbecue. No, oh, yeah, anything else. I put some some stuff for anything else. Uh, first off, Ronco food dehydrator commercial. Yeah. Um, Miss Sykes. Yes. And... Why is nobody at the hospital when Clark and Tyler are fighting each other? Yeah, that was weird. And, no nurses or anything. Anyway, because it was an overnight shift. Oh, and nobody's at the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're at all at the nurse's o'clock. station sleeping. Uh, that's that's true. True is that. Uh, shout out to the nurses that gave us hot blankets when Ben and Sebastian were born at BC Children's. Nice. Or sorry, not BC, BC Women's. Shout out. Thank you, healthcare workers. Yeah. Frontline workers. Frontline workers. We bang our pots and pans for you at 7 o'clock every day. That's still that, happening? That, no, it stopped. No. For us, at least. You guys still do it? Well, I'm a frontline worker. I haven't noticed that. Start banging your pots, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it tomorrow just for you. Okay. All right. No. I think that's all for, for anything else for me. Outro, uh, Marky. The, well, no, sorry. I was going to just say for anything else. The yeah. guy at Mobile Meals, he reminded me of like the villain in Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Dr. Robotnik? Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Eggman in Japan. Yeah. All right. Well... That was a riveting episode of Smallville Reaper. Uh, we're glad that you could join us again. Um, you can count on me being here next week to talk about a little bit about Nicodemus. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like we said, we're four episodes left in season one. Will we continue on to season two? That's a good question. How are we going to divide all the profits that we've made through season one? Um 
anyways uh if you want to join us on our social media we are active on our guys without capes on instagram our twitter well it kind of died off and uh and if you want to comment or give us feedback please do um and uh if you really love fried chicken definitely check out church's chicken yes thanks have a great week bye 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 for now